Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan of Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, which you can hear on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And, Brian, we, we don't have a new Cowboys game since the last time we talked because they, of course, played on Thursday. They had a little bit of a mini-buy. Uh, and so what we do have, though, is a chance to look at the two teams that are most relevant to the Dallas Cowboys right now, the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles come to town uh, to take on the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football this weekend. The 49ers, of course, already put the Cowboys away 42-10 to in Week 5. And, man, it was a brutal game for the Philadelphia Eagles. This was one where San Francisco, I think, kind of asserted themselves as, no doubt about it, the best team in the NFC and the best team in the NFL. Well, anytime you play the the 49ers, you know you're going to get a game with some physicality involved, and especially with, uh, with their receiving core and the run after the catch. Uh, yeah, that was a big, big part of how the 49ers were able to dominate the Eagles uh, with their, you know, and, and the 49er offense is always that it's predicated on the those big plays where you throw the ball underneath, where you hand the ball off, but they have some of the best rack runners or skill players in the league. Yeah. And they and Philadelphia didn't tackle particularly well in the secondary. They've had some problems in the secondary uh, when it's come to some coverage aspects of it. But Brock Purdy, they did a, a really nice job. Initially, the game wasn't as clean as it needed to be for uh, for the 49ers, but they found ways to, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan reminding his coaching staff, you know, stay with it, hang with it, you know, just be patient. And they were, and they found ways to take advantage of of the Philadelphia Eagles defensively. And that's where, you know, teams have, we saw it the week before against Buffalo. Their ability that Buffalo with, with Josh Allen, the skill players they have, you know, and how they were able to take advantage of the, the, uh, the Eagles defensively. That Philly secondary is not very good right now. No, it's not. And, you know, and they'll t- also tell you, too, they're in a situation right now where their linebacking situation isn't very well. And that's, you know, Shaq Leonard will, 
we'll get into Shaq Leonard at, at another time here. But, you know, if you look at what the 49ers were able to do, uh, you know, they, they didn't run as many plays as the Eagles did, but they were super efficient with the ones that they did have. Yeah, I mean, 57 plays, 456 yards, that's eight yards per gain. They go eight for 11 on third down. Uh, you know, the fact that they were able to pick up, I think it was 212 yards after catch in yeah. this game, um, you know, just again, speaks to the type of game that San Francisco likes to play. It's that, that you know, West Coast influenced, you know, spread them out type of offense. And what San Francisco did here was they established in this 42 to 19 blowout. They are the top team in the NFC. Dallas, you have to wonder if, as well as they've played, the gap has closed at all between them and the 49ers since they last played. I don't I don't think the Cowboys are getting beat 42-10 to 10 if they go out and play the 49ers again. I think that was a unique circumstance. I don't think that was going to happen if you run that game back 10 times. I, I think that's probably the biggest blowout that the 49ers get that day. Um, but this is still a team, I think, that is in their head about San Francisco has their concerns about him. What this does, if you if you want to really highlight a positive coming out of this game, it's that as vulnerable as Philly has looked at times and as much as Philly has had trouble putting away teams in, in this run, this was as encouraging as, as any sign you've seen that, okay, we're definitely on Philly's level because you you could argue you outplayed oh, you Philadelphia. you shouldn't have beaten Philadelphia the first time you, around. You should yeah, have beaten yeah. them. You, you were down there inside the 10 with, yeah. you know, 30 seconds left and penalties set you back and everything that happened. But you can argue that you played a better game than them that day. You, you hope that you'll come into this game on Sunday, handle business, and be able to say, look, okay, now we definitively know we can handle these Eagles. And as bad as your 42-10 to 10 loss was, I don't know that that's worse than losing at home against San Francisco by 23 in elements that favor you. It's a dreary, dirty game. That's the type of game Philly wants to play. And San Francisco absolutely just ran right over them. Brian, the last, uh, the, the 49ers, when they score more than 17 points, which 17 isn't that much, yeah. but when they score more than 17 points, they've won 21 games in a row. They yeah. are they are impressive. They take yeah. care of business. I, I don't think we give San Francisco nearly enough credit for their secondary and the way that they play. Mm-hmm. You know, losing Hafunga uh, is was a big blow to them. Yeah. But the, the physicality, I, I mentioned that off the jump here, the physicality which they play with, the balance that they had in this game. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say they were uh, 29 pass plays to 28 runs, you know, right down the middle. And their ability to, you know, put up the rushing yards that they did, uh, I think, is, is incredible. What's amazing is defensively, though, the Eagles on offense were 8 of 15 on third down. Yeah, and still got smashed in this game. And you usually, when you play the 49ers, you kind of feel like you're going to lose the third down battle with them. You know, they're a team that that's, that we you know, they they get pressure, they rush four. Yeah, they're really a good tackling linebacker crew. Uh, you know, the secondary. I mean, they've done a really nice job of of being able to play. You know, man coverage. They played a lot of zone early in the year. I'll be interested to see if Dallas gets the opportunity to play San Francisco again. You know, where the since week five, where have the metrics taken sure. San Francisco? And I think the thing that when you look at San Francisco and their losing streak that they suffered. Uh, you know, after the Dallas game, they lost three straight games after the Dallas game. And a lot of their games came down to turnovers. 
Yeah. You know, they they they, they were lost. really plagued by injuries during that Yeah, stretch. they 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 had problems with injuries, but they turned over the ball, which is something that they normally don't do. Yep. That's something they're one of those teams when you start to talk about turnovers, their quarterback does a great job of protecting the football. You know, you look at the the stats, the metrics, all those things. Him and Dak Prescott are very similar in how they're playing so far this uh this season and, and both playing at a very very high level. And I'm glad you brought that up. So that that's what happens in the San Francisco Philly game. Uh, a couple different offshoot topics from that. First off, uh, coming out of the game, there was a, a consensus not a, not a consensus individual, but there was a consensus trio uh, at the top of the NFL MVP discussion after this weekend, and that is right now. And and it can change. We got you know five weeks left in the NFL season, but right now the uh, the the contenders for MVP, the betting market favorites, are Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, and Dak Prescott. And different books have different rankings. I know uh, BetMGM had Hurts, Purdy, and Dak all tied at the same. Odds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think DraftKings had Purdy higher. I think FanDuel had Dak higher. And so there are a couple different ones. Caesars Sportsbook has Dak a little higher than Purdy and Purdy a little higher than Hertz. Uh, but the the general consensus, I know Vegas Insider runs the top eight sports books or whatever and comes up with a consensus. And that has led to Dak Prescott being the MVP favorite. So coming out of this weekend and a, an impressive performance against the Eagles and everything else that we've seen, Brian, where do you think Dak Prescott stands right now in that MVP conversation? I, I think that I think that Vegas has it absolutely right. I, I, I look at you know, I, I when the way that Dak Prescott has played since the bye week, mm-hmm. uh, you look at the you know, the his ability to limit the amount of turnovers they had. Uh, his uh, command of the offense, the way that they've gotten C.D. Lamb involved, Brandon Cooks involved. We've seen the emergence of Jake Ferguson. That's just not by accident. Yeah, You have to have somebody that is reading defense. You have to have somebody that is making those throws, is getting the team into the right uh, play situation. Uh, you know, uh, Dak has done a great job of when things have broken down in the pocket, his ability to run, to scramble, yeah. to buy a second chance. Those are things that a MVP quarterback or an MVP player, when you start to talk about how they – uh, need to manipulate the pocket or make plays or keep their team in games or find a way to go win, Dak Prescott has done all these things. Yeah. And so uh, it, when you start to mention uh, the the Brock Purdy's of the world and and uh, and start to comparison him and Hurts, uh, it is uh, it is uh, he is definitely in that conversation. Now, when we look at the specifics of, I, I think right now you and I are in agreement. San Francisco is the class of the NFC, probably the class of the NFL. But that, but for certain, if we're just limiting it to the NFC and what the Cowboys have to go through, that's the best team in the NFC right now, discernibly, right? San well, Francisco. It's the, would say. It, yeah, it's the one team that you you have the most problems with. Well, and, and even taking Dallas out of the concept, just just in a vacuum, if you were just to evaluate the NFC and say which team is oh, the yeah. best, no, it's absolutely. San Francisco, absolutely. So, yeah. so it yeah. comes down to Philly and Dallas after that, and that's where there's been a little bit of disagreement right now. So, Brian, obviously Philly has had the better record throughout the season. Dallas is probably playing better football over the last six weeks or so. So this is the the discussion that we'll have, and we'll dive into the specifics of each team as we have a couple more episodes this week. But as it stands right now, who is the better football team to you, the Eagles or the Cowboys at this moment? eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this moment right now, I believe it's the Cowboys. So you'd put Dal- you'd put it San Francisco, Dallas, Philly. Yeah, I believe I believe it is Dallas the way that they're playing right now. And now Philadelphia, man, I will say this. And maybe I was quick to jump what your question was. But you look at their wins, and maybe Kansas City isn't what Kansas City has been in the past. Yeah. Maybe Buffalo isn't what Buffalo has been the last couple of years. But those are impressive wins. Those are very impressive wins. Yeah. They, they handled the yeah. Dolphins as well. The Dolphins had real problems. Yeah, with exactly. The, you can run down the list of some of the best victories this season, and Philly's going to be Philadelphia, up there. Yeah. I, I, I understand why Philly is uh, winning the division currently. Yeah. There, but there are some games, absolutely, could have lost the Kansas City game, didn't do it. Could have lost the Buffalo game, didn't do it. Yep. Got smashed by San Francisco. You know, that that's understandable. They were a little bit of that stretch, too, like where Dallas with the three games, 12 days bit, I think they were in that, you know. So maybe if you talk about what in the NBA, they always talk about schedule loss. Yeah. Maybe that you know maybe that loss against the 49ers was kind of a schedule loss when you look at what they've gone through at this point. Very easily could have been you know 0 and three, uh, you know, and but they found ways to win these football games. Okay, so we have clinch scenarios for this week, Brian. I saw that. All right, and this is uh, this is gonna there, there's a few do you, different. Where, ones. where do you where do you stand? Do you have Dallas over Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah, I, I think Dallas is. It, it's hard because Philadelphia has had the best record in the NFC the entire way. Philadelphia has beaten the Cowboys. Yeah, you have to respect that. Philadelphia has beaten several teams with winning records. They've beaten Buffalo. They've beaten Kansas City. They've beaten Miami. Dallas has struggled against Philly and San Francisco, uh, even though I think they probably played better against Philly than than Philly. But I think right now. And that's the thing. But that's the thing, too. Right now, Philadelphia, as I mentioned, have beaten Kansas City. And they've beaten Buffalo. If you, if you put Philly and Dallas out on this little high school field back behind the station here where we're recording, and you put Dallas and Philly out there and made them play 10 games, I think Dallas wins six of them. Yeah. And I, I think that I, I think the Cowboys have a slight advantage right now. And it's mainly, to me, the way the quarterback is playing for right. Dallas and the, just the vulnerability with that secondary in Philly. Yeah. They, they, well, they don't tackle well. Mm-hmm. They're not covering well. This yeah. was a, like I said. This was a game. You're talking about a rainy, dreary, muddy, messy game in Philly. That is extremely advantageous to them. And yet the 49ers were able to do what they did. I, th- I think Dallas can take advantage of those things similarly. Yeah, but you know you got to look at and 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 I see everything you're saying. You got but you got to look at what Brock Purdy has done. You know to like and I and I say this because he 
was at right at about 70% completion. But that's been the last five, six games for Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. He's been at his 70%. It goes all the way back to week seven against Minnesota. So he's playing at a very, very high level. Yeah. And I'm talking about that. So taking advantage of Philadelphia – that's kind of how Brock Purdy's been playing. You know, he, he was going to go out there and have a really, really good game against Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, they, they, they've, they're struggling. They, they're clearly struggling in their secondary. Um, they're clearly struggling running the football. Yeah. The volume of them running the ball is there, but the results aren't. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple of things that, uh, that they're going to have to deal with going forward here. These are the clinch scenarios for the Cowboys this weekend to clinch a playoff berth. Is there like six teams involved? There's a bunch of teams involved, and there's a few different scenarios. Yeah. One of the scenarios involves like three ties this week, so that's not realistic. So we're just going to take the primary example. And, Brian, I don't think it's the most impossible Scenario. Is there, it it is could there, happen. Is there like a Rams loss, a Packers loss? So here's here's what a you need. Forty Niners loss. You, uh, you need Dallas to win. Okay. Obviously, I, and right now, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil our picks too early. I think I feel good about Dallas beating Philadelphia this weekend. Uh, so here's what you need. You need a Minnesota loss. These are all loss or ties, but I'm gonna say loss because okay. that's not realistic. Uh, a Minnesota loss. They are on the road against the Raiders. The five and seven Raiders, who have okay. been playing better since Antonio. Pierce Quarterback got there. situations now. All of a sudden, in Minnesota, there yeah. were questions about the questions about Josh Dobbs, and really, should he start? Green Bay on the road against the Giants. That's the biggest unlikelihood, probably. But the Giants are talking playoffs still. Yeah. They're still out there talking about their playoff opportunities. So you need Raiders over the Vikings, Giants over the Packers. You need a Seattle loss. Seattle is on the road against the 49ers. That's okay. going to be a tough game for them. Yep. You need a Tampa Bay loss. Tampa Bay is on the road against the Falcons, who currently lead that division. Yeah. That's that's completely plausible. You need Detroit to win or tie. Detroit is on the road against the Bears. That, that seems like a game that's pretty favorable for them. And then finally, you need a Rams loss or tie. They are on the road against the Ravens. So this is that's not the most the, – the, the biggest one here is you need the Giants the to come Giants, through for yeah. you against the Packers. Otherwise, yeah. I don't think it'd be crazy to pick all – you know, I don't think you'd be crazy to pick the Raiders at home against the Vikings. Yeah. I don't think you'd be crazy to pick the Ravens and the Lions and, and these scenarios right here, the Falcons to beat the Buccaneers. So it's all within the realm of possibility. That's all that matters uh, to Cowboys fans. So that's something that you can keep an eye on, and uh, we'll continue to update you guys on that throughout the week. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast, the Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.